The shir you are about to listen to has positively inspired Yidin worldwide and has helped them increase their connection to Hashem. Once you internalize the holy message of the cold word Lefanecha, your entire life in the future will be enhanced spiritually. Please share with others and if possible make a worthwhile contribution to help us continue to spread this vital teaching to Jews all over the world. Permit me to take you on a spiritual journey and to share with you what Hashem has allowed me to discover over the past two years. It is guaranteed to change your spiritual life, how you daven and study Torah and general relationship with Hashem forever. It all started with a serious Kabbalah made at the start of Chodesh Elul, which was strictly honored and that's Chuz, Hashem gifted the spiritual insights of Lufanecha that has not only improved my Kiris Elikim and Tevekas Bashem, but has also positively affected the lives of all those who have heard Teras Lufanecha. Rashi Yeshiva, Hasidic Rebbes, Rabbonim, to whom I have shared the following insights with, were very inspired and told me to spread this important spiritual message throughout the Jewish world. I am therefore humbly submitting to their request, although unworthy of the task. May it be Hashem's will that the Vorim Hayotzim and Halev Nachnosim Elalev, that the words spoken from the heart enter the heart of all B'nai Yisrael. Please share this spiritual message with family and friends so they may be inspired. L'fanecha ignites the spiritual core of true Torah Judaism. It is the very foundation for everything we do, which unfortunately at times becomes obscured due to our hectic lives. But once understood, it will enhance every aspect of our Avedis Hashem, service to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in a way never imagined. Just need to keep in mind this one code word, Lefonecha, literally translated before you. Spiritually, it means awareness of Hashem's presence everywhere, all the time. Since we are Lefanecha, before you Hashem all the time. I will now share with you the vital knowledge of Teres Lefanecha in the sequence I merited to receive and understand it. It was on some Gedalia approximately two years ago, while saying the words of Ino Malkeinu Chatanu Lefanecha. Our Father, our King, we have sinned before you. The holy word of Lefanecha caught my attention. We could have just said, Avinu Malkeinu Chotonu, our father, our king, we sinned. Why the extra word, Lefanech? Generally translated, before you. Surely we are standing before you, Hashem. Didn't we just say, Avinu Malkeinu? But do we realize that we are always in front of Hashem? Are we constantly aware of Hashem's presence in our midst? At that moment, I realized the significance of the word, Lefanech. Worse than the sin we do is the sin of Lefanech. Not being aware of Hashem's presence. Avinu Malkeinu, Chatanu, our father, a king, we sinned. But what was the sin of all sins that caused us to sin in the first place? Lefanecha, we were not aware of Hashem's presence. It is the main reason we sin. If within us would live a real-time awareness, a true live consciousness, that Meloi Chol Ha'aretz Kevaydai, that HaKadosh Baruch is everywhere, that wherever we are, His presence is, then how could we commit a sin right before Him? Hashem is right there watching us. Are we not ashamed to go against our Creator, our Life Giver, and to do our will instead of His? 
Face to face. We just ignore his presence and do what we want and not what he wants. Is there a greater Azus Panam than that? In the king's presence to do the opposite of what he wants and commands? Avino Maokeno Chatano. Our father, our king, we sinned. What was our sin? The Fanecha. We were cognizant of your presence. And therefore, immediately afterwards, we say, Avino Malkeinu ain't lono melech ela otta. There is no king but you. Reaffirming our awareness and our allegiance to Hashem. As time went on, I came to understand that Lefanecha is a cold word. Its root word is found throughout Torah and Tefillah in many different variations. Lefnei Hashem, Ponim, Pnei, Lefanov, Ponecha, all basically meaning before you, facing you. The purpose? Alerting us to be aware of Hashem's presence everywhere. These words serve as a reminder as to what is of major importance. Truthfully speaking, this is the first halach in Shulchan Aruch. Shavisi Hashem l'negdi summit. Da l'fnamiya ta'imeh. Which we are required to observe. All encoded and these l'fanecha variations. These words have positive and negative implications in the various psukim and tefillahs in which they are found. Usually the posuk or tefillah is understandable without any of these words. But if the careful review and consideration, we conclude that any of these extra words are there to teach us that the subject of the Pasuk or Tefillah is to be understood in the context of a merit for being aware of Hashem's presence or vice versa for the sin of not being aware of Hashem's presence. I shared these revelations with Machavrusa and I brought to my attention the Pasuk we say on Rosh Hashanah right after Tekiah Shoifah. Hashem we will walk in the light that comes as a result of Panecha. Thereafter, I started to concentrate much more carefully on what I was learning in Davani as it pertained to the word Lufanecha, and realized that there was a hidden message calling out, Be aware of my presence, since you are always in my presence. Throughout the month of Elam, Toshvini Atzeres, we add the special thriller of the Dover Hashem Eri Riyishi. And here I was one day saying the words, Lucho Amar Libi Bakshu Ponai, Mispanecha Hashem Avakesh, Altasta Panecha Mimeni. Saw these words and looked a little closer to try to understand what Dover Hamelech was trying to convey to us. Simply, if we try to translate the word Lucho, it means to you, but it made no sense. To you, my heart said, Who was I speaking to? Was I speaking to Hashem? And saying to Hashem, It made no sense. I started to do some research and found that Rashi HaKadosh translates the word in this Pasuk and basically what Davra Melech was saying here is he was saying to Hashem, I received a shlichus, I received a message from you. Oma Libi, my heart told me this message that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you conveyed to me. And what was that message? Hashem said to David HaMelech, Bakshu Ponai, seek my presence. Kavar HaMelech heard these words? That's the number one thing you want of me, HaKadosh Baruch Hu? That I should be aware and conscious of your presence? He answered HaKadosh Baruch Hu, 
So I will seek your presence. And once he was makabal on himself, he accepted upon himself to fulfill the Ratzon Hashem of Bakshu Ponai, then he asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'll pass that Panecha Mimeni. Don't hide Panecha, your presence, Mimeni from me. You want Panecha Hashem? I will do Panecha. But then don't hide Panecha from me. One of the greatest ways to avoid Hester Ponen is to be aware of Hashem's presence. And to the extent that we are aware of Hashem's presence, to that extent, Hashem reveals His presence to us. So if Dovr got this message of Bakshu Ponai, I started to wonder where He instructed us to live that way. One day, during Shachris, the answer came to me clearly. By saying Haidu, and there, the Pasuk of Dirshu Hashem V'Uzoi, Bakshu Panov Tomid from God at me. Here David HaMelech was conveying to us what Hashem conveyed to him. Bakshu Panov Tomid. Seek Hashem's presence constantly. That's number one. This is what Hashem wants of us before anything else. So I continue to wonder if this is so important. Then where did the Anshe Knezes instruct us in Tvilo to daven for this awareness? Found the answer in the last blessing of Shemayna Esrei. One day, while I was davening the words of Brachenu, Avinu, Kulonu Ki Echad, bless us, our Father, all together, the Or Panecha, with the light that comes as a result of your presence. Now we need to understand why is Panecha so important? Is there a tangible benefit? The continuation of the Tefillah answered very clearly that Kibior Panecha, Nasato Lono, Hashem Alekeinu, through our Panecha Hashem gave us, Teiras Chaim, Ahavas Chesed, Tzedaka, Ovracha, Rachemim, Chaim, Sholem, V'chol Tur, and all that is good. Imagine, all that is good in life is rooted in Panecha. This was a revelation that Klai Yisrael received at Sinai, And basically, what we understand from this is that the greatest Segula for all the brachas that are stated in Sin Sholem is Panecha. There is even a deeper meaning and understanding to this tefillah. Our regular understanding is, that through our Panecha, you Hashem gave us, Teres Chaim, Avas Chesed. Teres Chaim is the first thing on the list. But in truth, there is something that comes even before Teres Chaim, and that is Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Himself. And the tefillah is to be understood on a deeper level, ki biyor panecha, the through or panecha nestat halanu Hashem alakeinu, that what you gave us through our being aware of your presence is Hashem alakeinu, that we are able to be medabek and be mekar of ourselves to you. Hashem alakeinu is number one on the list, and Tayyas Chaim is number two on the list. And now we say the tefillah, ki biyor panecha nestat halanu Hashem alakeinu, that's number one. Hashem Alekeinu is uppermost in our mind. And that we are able to derive from our Panecha. And then we can be Zoichet to Teirah Chaim and all the brachas that follow. There is also a deeper lesson over here. We said in the Tefillah, Ki Bior Panecha, Nasatolano, Hashem Alekeinu, Teirah Chaim, a living Teirah. When we see sometimes people that have studied a lot of Teirah and they go astray, and we wonder, how is that possible? The answer is because they are learning Torah without Lefanecha. 
Only ki biyor panecho. When there's or panecho, then it's not a lot of Torah Then it's a Torah It's a Torah It becomes a living Torah that permeates our every day, our every action, our every thought. And only when we are living a life of lefanecho, when we are aware of Hashem's presence, that we understand that we are never alone, that every moment we are in the company of a Kaddish Bochum, and we feel His presence, then we are zoichet to the brachas. As time went on, every single day, but then one day, Yeshua Esrei, I came to focus on the bracha, what caught my eyes, well, the last few words. And right away, the word lefanecha stood out. What was it doing here? The tefillah. It was sufficient to just say, Return me, Hashem, with a complete teshuvah. Why lefanecha? After further consideration, it became clear that there cannot be a complete wholesome teshuvah, a complete wholesome repentance, without first understanding the root cause of our sin in the first place. And that is Lefanecha. Because I wasn't aware of your presence, I sinned. And now I'm saying to you, Hashem, Lefanecha for the Aver of Lefanecha and for the Kabbalah to live a life of Lefanecha. On another day, I dropped my head into my hand and started to say, Tachnun, look every day, and all of a sudden I stopped and I said, oh, here's Lofanecha again. Could just say, Racham V'chanum Chotosi. Racham V'chanum means Hashem. He's a Racham and He's a Chanum. He's all merciful, all gracious. Chotosi, I sin. And then continue, Hashem, Malay Rachamin, Racham Alay. What do I need Lofanecha here? And again, it became very clear that I was saying to Hashem, Chotosi, Rabbeinu Shalolam, I sinned. What was my sin? My sin was Lofanecha. That was my sin. Now that I understand the root cause of my sins, root cause of my errors, I can say, Hashem Malerachim Emrachim Alai. Since it was in Chodesh Elam, we're saying Slichus. Again, the word Panecha caught my attention. We say, Besachnu Nubisfila, Panecha Nakadeh. We don't say, Besachnu Nubisfila Nakadeh. It's Panecha Nakadeh. We're saying to Hashem that before we are approaching you and expressing our regret for erring against you, Panecha. Then one day, as I came to the end of Slichas, I said the words, Mashiach Tzidkecha, Omar, Lefanecha. Lefanecha caught my attention. As I continued, I said, Micha Avdecha, Omar, Lefanecha. Daniel Ish Chamudois, Shiva, Lefanecha. Ezra HaSoyfe, Omar, Lefanecha. It was sufficient to say, Ezra, say for Omar, say Daniel, say Micha, why Lefanecha? It became clear that all of these Nevi'im didn't say what they said to HaKadosh Baruch Hu before they were aware of Hashem's presence. After, and only after they were aware, they stopped to connect, they stopped and were cognizant, and to whom I'm going to speak right now. Only after that did they say their tefillah. They didn't just say tefillahs. It was with all their heart and soul, aware that they were in the presence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. As time went on, and Shabbos came along, like everybody else, I reached Shaykh Anad, and then I started to say, when the multitudes of thousands of Yidin gather, and Berini Yispar, Shimcha Malkeinu, he said the word, Shekein Chayvas Kol HaYitzurim, 
For it is the obligation of all living creatures. Lefanecha Hashem avakeinu v'lekeavisenu. And right away I stopped. I looked at the words more carefully and said, Why lefanecha? Just say, Shekein chayvas kolayitzurim is the obligation of all living creatures. Hashem avakeinu v'lekeavisenu. Lohoidas nahalun l'shabach. But before we can go ahead and be mekayim lohoidas nahalun l'shabach. Before we say, Lefor l'reim l'hada l'varach l'alo l'kali. Before we say Hashem alekeinu alekeveseinu, there is a choyv on everybody, lefanecha, to first be aware of Hashem's presence. Then everything we say after that has meaning. During Aserah Shemei Tshuva, other Avinu Malkeinus got my attention. We say Avinu Malkeinu, Zechreinu, remember us, B'zikoran Toiv, and we end lefanecha. Then we say, another Avinu Malkeinu, now to Shiveinu, Reikam Milfanecha. Don't turn away from us empty-handed. In both of these Avinu Malkeinos, we really don't need to say Lefanecha. And Shekhenes Zagdoyle didn't just put it there. If they put the words Lefanecha there, it's there to impart an important message to us. I started to think, with what privilege, with what schus, are we coming to HaKadosh Baruch and making such a demand? Saying to Hashem, Zechreinu, giving Hashem orders, Zechreinu is the current time. Don't turn away from me empty-handed. With what schus? And the answer is, that in the schus, that we are telling Hashem that we will live lefanachadik lives. And that's chus. He should be zachreinu with the current time. And that's chus. Not to shivreinu reikam. Because since our sins were a result of the absence of lefanacha, a violation of Hashem's presence, then our tshuva must be lefanacha. That is why in the tefillah of B'Seif Chaim, in the brach of Sim Sholem, we say, Nizochav and Nikosav lefanacha. The word lefanecha, although it's really not necessary. So why is it there? It's there only to highlight that the Kabbalah of living a life of lefanecha should be the cause of the zocha v'nikosev, l'chaim toivim v'lashon. As time went on, Yom Kippur approached. And as we all know, Yom Kippur we say al chait many, many times. And while saying al chait, I really came to realize the great significance of lefanecha. There before me, I came face to face with Lufanecha, be every Alchait. Alchait Shechatan Lufanecha. Alchait Shechatan Lufanecha. Alchait Shechatan Lufanecha. Before I said, Vidupeh. Before I said, Zilzul Haramimar. Every time before I mentioned the Chet, I said, Alchait Shechatan Lufanecha. And the conclusion to draw was one conclusion. Every Chet comes as a result of a lack of Lufanecha living. Not always living a life aware of Hashem and that we are in His presence. So why did Anshe Knesset Hagdoyal have to say it so many times? Lefanecha, 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 every alchet lefanecha. To rub into our consciousness that this is the root cause of our errors and our sins. And if this is true, then this is where the ticker needs to start. Therefore, it is no wonder that during our tefillahs, Ayam Kippur, we say the word, Ki bayoyim hazeh, this day, Yechapar Aleichem, Shem will forgive you. Tara Eschem, purify you. Mikol chateseichem lefnei Hashem titoru. From all your sins, lefnei Hashem titoru, shall you become purified. Apostle could have said, Mikol chateseichem titoru. From all your sins, titoru, shall you be purified. But instead, it states clearly, Mikol chateseichem lefnei Hashem for all the sins we committed lifnei Hashem, while we stood mawish in front of Hashem, that the root cause was lifnei Hashem. And how do we fix it? Lifnei Hashem titor. 
with the awareness of Hashem, we can have a complete purification. So Lefnei Hashem serves to teach us two aspects, that the Chatesechem was Lefnei Hashem, and that Lefnei Hashem to Torah. The very was Lefnei Hashem, so the Tikkun must also be Lefnei Hashem. That is the reason why, by the Seder HaKobonis, Mechumish Vayikra, you will find that it constantly says Lefnei Hashem. Another interesting Lefanacha caught my attention, and that is the Lefanacha of Yehi Ratzon. Every Yehi Ratzon that we say starts off with the word Yehi Lefanacha. It seems that even before we utter HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name, before we say Hashem Elekeinu, we must say and acknowledge HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence. So we don't say He Ratzon Hashem Elekeinu. We say He Ratzon Milfanecha Hashem Elekeinu. So one day after Shemon Esrei, if the saying Simshoan, the words Yehi Ratzon Imrifi Vehegyan Libi Lefanecha Hashem Tzuri Ali caught my attention. Why did Lefanecha wind up in the middle of the Posa? And this is the only place where the Yehi Ratzon starts off without the Lefanecha in the beginning, but rather in the middle. Started to wonder what this Pasuk was doing here and why the Anshe Knesset Hagdoilo inserted this specific Pasuk after Shemana Esri. After contemplation came to understand the significance of this Pasuk in this specific place. Let's imagine for a moment that the Pasuk would read Yehi L'Ratzayin L'Fanecha may be to your satisfaction L'Fanecha and I'm aware of your presence Hashem. Imre Fi, what I said in Shman Esrei, the Hegyan Libi, and what I thought about. And I realize I'm Lefnei Hashem. I'm face to face. Who knows what we may have been thinking about, consciously or unconsciously, during Shman Esrei. Does it make sense? I should say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Lefanecha, what I said or what I was thinking about. My mind was not totally in Shman Esrei. It's possible. Therefore, the Pasuk is to be understood like this. Yehi l'ratzen imrei fi should be to your satisfaction, to your ratzen. Imrei fi, what I said, v'hegin libi, and what I thought about lefanecha, only those things that were lefanecha, to come to exclude that if chas v'sholem, I was masir das during davening, and my mind wandered off, and I was thinking about a babysitter or an appointment, or I have to pick up milk in the grocery store. That that should be excluded. That I'm not asking you, HaKadosh Baruch that that should be L'Ratzayim. Only those things that will L'Fanecha should be L'Ratzayim. And that's why I say, And here I say L'Fanecha. And I don't say L'Fanecha in the beginning of the Yehi Ratzayim. Because I can't be conscious of HaKadosh Baruch And be able to say with a clear conscience that everything that I said and everything I thought about was proper during the Shemana Esra and that should be the Ratzah. I'll never forget this story where one evening I was sharing this Teras Lefanecha with an elder Rosh Koyl. After I finished, he started to cry. He told me he couldn't believe that he never heard such holy machshavas, which goes to the heart of Avodah Hashem. It's the Yisayah Yisaydis. It's the foundation upon which everything is built. Next morning after Shachris, he came over to me and said that he never davened Shachas before in his life, like that morning. You can imagine my bewilderment. But he said, HaKadosh Baruch became alive in his life. Hashem was not some abstract belief, that that morning, he truly connected to Hashem. Hashem was right there alongside him. And most important, he felt it. 
The Yom Nairam came and went. Simchas Torah came and went. We started reading the Torah all over again. And here I am a shul. Parshas Noyach, and the Balkair is reading. HaKadosh Baruch is instructing Noyach to enter the Teva, he and his household. The Torah explains to us that what was the schus that Noyach had to be saved from the Mabal? Ki oizcho ra'isi tzadik. Lefonai Bador Hazeh. Doesn't say Ki oizcho ra'isi tzadik. I saw a righteous man Bador Hazeh in this generation. He was a tzadik lefonai. Time went on. I came to realize more and more as I was exposed to the different variations of the word Lufanecha that this is a key factor in everything we do. Then came Parshas Lechlech. And again, I'm following closely as the Balkair is reading. And it says the words, Kodesh Bocho tells Avraham, his Halech Lefonai, the What was the Kodesh Bocho's Bakasha of Avraham? Lefonai. That's what the Kodesh Bocho was interested in. The real truth started to unfold very powerfully. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will for us, right from the beginning, was for us to live a life of Lefanach. That is what Hashem appreciated in Noah, and that was His will for Avram Avim. As the Korea proceeded, it became even more clear how important and significant the word Lefanach is. When I heard the Balkaira read the Pasuk, Vayoyma Avraham el Elohim, and Avraham said to the Rabbani Shalom, Lu Yishmoel, Yichyeh Lifanecha. Avraham Avinu was inspired to the Kaddish Bolchu. Halavai, my hope and my tefillah for my son Yishmoel is that he should live a Lifanecha life, always cognizant of your presence. Imagine from all the things Avram Avinu could have asked HaKadosh Baruch, he chose to ask this one thing, that his son Yishmol should live a Lefanach life. Rashi HaKadosh comments on Avram Avinu's words, Lefanach b'yirasecha, k'moi his halach lefanach, that Yishmol should live a life of awe of Hashem's presence, just like the command that Avram Avinu received from HaKadosh Baruch with halach lefanach. So if he received this command from Hashem, that Hashem wants a lefanach of the life, he internalized Hashem's will. And when he was mispowled for his son, he was mispowled that his son should also live a lefanach of the life to fulfill Hashem's will. Now it made sense one morning while davening, and I was saying that the tefillah of Ayyavarach David, composed by the Navi, the Samta Shemoy Avraham, and Hashem Yisbarach changed Avram's name to Avraham, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu testifies that he found Avram Avinu's lave, Nemon trustworthy, Lefanecha, that I asked Avram Avinu, Hesalach Lefanai, and Avram Avinu did exactly that. He lived a Lefanecha life. The Pesach could have just said, I found his lave, Nemon, but it says Lefanecha. What created the Nemonis of the lave of Avram Avinu in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch because we all know Rahman Alibaboy, that Hashem is interested in our heart more than anything else, that it was Lefanecha. He was always aware of Hashem's presence. So a pattern began to unfold. It became very clear that the major avoider of a yid to start before anything else was first to be aware of Hashem's presence. There are three levels in Lefanecha. The first level is awareness of Hashem's presence. There's a higher level to Lefanach, and that is knowing I am in Hashem's presence. And then there is even a higher level than that, and that is feeling Hashem's presence. 
Now what is the difference between these three levels? Awareness of Hashem's presence is abstract. Many times even a common Jew is aware of Hashem's presence. But what does he do with that awareness? Does he serve Hashem? Does he do mitzvahs? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Out of necessity, he does. Maybe when there's no necessity, he won't do. A little sluggish in his service of Hashem. Can't ignore it completely, right? Hashem is an entity. He's aware, he's aware. But it's more abstract. It's a little bit more distant, a little bit more removed, but it's there. When I know I am in Hashem's presence, I know Da, no, lifnei me ata omed, before whom you stand. When I know, then I'm motivated. I'm motivated to do his will. Sometimes the motivation is strong, and sometimes it's not so strong. The fact that I know it, I can no longer ignore it. I must do certain things. I must do mitzvahs. I must daven. I must learn. I must keep kosher. I must keep family purity because I know I'm in His presence. Sometimes I get distracted, but knowing is stronger than being aware. Then comes the next level. I feel His presence. When I feel it, then I want to do His will. I don't need to be motivated. I am self-motivated. I am encouraged because I feel it. I feel like I'm one with Hashem. I feel Hashem is right here. It's in me. I can touch it. Wherever I go, whatever is happening, I have a connection to Hashem. And because of the connection, I feel it. Because I feel it. So it's even more than knowing it. It's in my consciousness. It's in my very being. And therefore, I don't need to be motivated to come to the synagogue or to come on time to the synagogue. I want to come to the synagogue. I'm not motivated to eat kosher. I want to eat kosher. I'm not motivated to study Torah. I want to study Torah. I want to do what Hashem wants me to do. I am one with Hashem because I feel Hashem. That's dveikus. That is called being attached, being connected to Hashem. And that is, in a short synopsis, a lefanecha. Through our lives, we are lefanecha on different levels. We're not always on the highest level of Lefanecha. The goal is to be a 24-7 Lefanecha Jew feeling Hashem's presence. That's the goal. It takes a lot of work to get from awareness to knowing and then to feeling. It's different levels. That's what we're here for. To the extent that we can feel Hashem's presence, to that extent there is no Mechitza, there's no division, there is no disconnect. And to the level that there's no disconnect. So that means that the channels between me and Hashem are uninterrupted. There's no static energy that blocks me from being attached. And when a person is attached to Hashem, there's no end to the spirituality that he's able to reach. That is our calling. That is what Dovra Melov said. Seek His presence constantly. If we lived this way, would we ever think of coming late to davening? It wouldn't be possible, because we are aware of Hashem's presence. Is it possible if we have an appointment with the king, and arrive late to the appointment? Never. So it is only to the extent that I connect to a Kodesh Baruch it is only to the extent of how much His presence takes up a place in our life, to that extent are we able to serve Him wholesomely.
And if we think about it, it is a dishonor to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to come late. We're saying Kedusha, the Kadesh Shimcha Ba'olam. Let us sanctify your name throughout the world. Like the angels sanctify your name above. How do the angels above come late when it comes time for them to sing Shira? If we felt Hashem's presence, wouldn't we be on time like the Malochim? We knew that Avram Avinu had this command from HaKadosh Baruch We knew that he downed for his son Yishmoel. But I was wondering, did Avram Avinu teach Lofanecha to Yitzhak Avinu? So I started to delve in even more. And I was interested to see where this journey would take me. The answer became clear and Parshas told us. When Yitzhak called upon Esau and asked him to hunt an animal and prepare some food for him so that he could bless him, found the Pasuk where Yitzhak says to Esau, And I will bless you before Hashem, before I die. Now Yitzhak could have just said, and I will bless you before I die. But that is not what he said. He said, Nothing happened by the Ovas without awareness of Hashem's presence and Hashem's involvement. Nothing. And we know that however Ovas HaKadoshim lived, that is a sign for their children. It is a sign for us how we are to live. What about Yaakov Avinu? Did Yaakov Avinu live a Lefanachatik alive? Soon I found the answer in Parshas Vayichi that Yaakov Avinu was Makabal this Messiah, the Messiah of Lefanacha from his father and from his grandfather. The puzzle says, and Yaakov Avinu blessed Yosef. Yaakov Avinu testified and said to his son Yosef before he started the bracha. What kind of life did they lead? They led a life of Lefonov. Hashem said to Avram Avinu, And Yaakov Avinu is saying, Yaakov Avinu started his bracha first and foremost with a major significant statement that the entire bracha is about to give. And its fulfillment depends on one thing. He testifies how his father Yitzhak and his grandfather Avram lived Lefanachadik. And implying to Yosef and to his sons the expectation of how they are supposed to live. Time went on. And then one Shabbos, as the Valkyrie was reading, Pashas Kisisa Chumishemais, if the Klan Yisrael sinned with the Egel, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to destroy his nation, we find Moshe Rabbeinu pleading with HaKadosh Baruch Hu on our behalf. And in one of his tillers, he says the following. Listen to what he says to Hashem. Imagine this. Moshe Rabbeinu demanded that HaKadosh Baruch Hu guarantee that his presence would always be with Klan Yisrael. Without that guarantee, he asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu not to bring the nation forth to Eretz Yisrael. When we give it some more thought, it makes sense. What's your thought? How will Klai Yisrael observe? Lo malponai. The Klai Yisrael should not have strange gods, alponai, that contradicts my presence. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu hides his presence, when Shebenu understood that we need Panecha to survive as a nation, that was central. That was his key bakosha, his key request of Hashem. 
We must have panach. We see very clearly the significance of us being aware of panach. Since we are always lifanach, we are always face to face with the Kodesh Boch, no matter wherever we are. And that's why we find Dabra Melech always being misbowled to a Kodesh Bochu in a lotion of Panecha. I'll just cite some examples which underline this point. Dabra Melech says in Tehillim, I'll pass the Panecha Mimeni. Don't hide Panecha Mimeni. Why is it misbowled for that? Because that's so important. And in other places he says, Lama Panecha Pastir. We find he says, Shivchu Lafon of Lavavchem. Don't just pour out your hearts. You pour out your hearts, it has to be Lafon of. Another place in Tilim, David Melch says, Enlighten us with your presence, so that we may realize our salvation. Before he even pleaded with Hashem, he first recognized HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the screams of the oppressed come in the schus of Lefanecha. One of the most moving psukim that caught my attention was when David Melch asks Hashem, and he says, Panecha ho'er ba'avdecha. He clearly is nispal to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, That Hashem should bless him with the light that comes through the awareness of Hashem's presence. This is what David HaMelech wanted. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu should shed his light upon him. His whole tshuka was a life of Panecha. Awareness and closeness to Hashem. That was the direct message he received from Hashem. Ba'ashu Seek my presence. And that's what he was responsible for. Just like the message of Ramavina received, says Halach Lafanai. I want to share with you a story that took place one day while I was visiting a different neighborhood. Davin Shach was in a shul, and after davening, the assistant rabbi got up to give a shear in halacha. I walked over to the Rav after the halacha shear and asked him why he was giving a halacha shear. Strange question. He answered, don't you know you have to know halacha? So I asked him why. He says to me, don't you know there's a Shulchan Aruch? So I said to him, so what? So I said, every year has to know Shulchan Aruch. So I said, why? So that you should know what to do. So I told him that there is more to learning Halacha than just knowing Halacha. If it's true that Meloi Chala Aretz and this is what we believe, that wherever we are, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, we definitely do not want to mess up face-to-face with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu is right there wherever we are, and he wants us to do something a certain way. Does it make sense that we should do it, the lifanecha, right in front of him, the opposite way of what he wants? So I told the rabbi, that is why we learn halacha. We need to understand what is Hashem's will. We need to know exactly how Hashem wants us to perform his mitzvahs. And therefore, we cannot afford to make a mistake. So we learn halacha. And we learned the nice Kalim, and we try to understand every nuance and every requirement so that we can fulfill HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will in the best way possible without making any mistakes. And that is the same concept when it comes to Limit HaTorah. We learn Torah because that is the gift that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave Klal Yisroel on Har Sinai. And in the Torah Hashem reveals His will for us. Hashem reveals to us that through the 613 mitzvahs, we can become connected to Him in a way that no other nation can connect. And every single time we perform a mitzvah, we are connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the most significant way possible. 
And if we can't connect to a Kaddish Baruch on a 100% level, we do not want to connect to a Kaddish Baruch on a 50% level. So if a Kaddish Baruch Hu sent down a Torah, Lahavdil, Lahavdil, it's like receiving a letter from the President. What would I do with a letter from the President? I would read it over and over and over. I would make sure to understand everything the President is saying. I would want to know every nuance, every detail. I would want to fulfill His will 100%. So when I learn Torah, and I'm aware of Hashem's presence, that Hashem is all over, the greatest way I can honor a Kaddish Baruch is by studying His Torah, His message, His letter to me. I try to understand every single thing a Kaddish Baruch Hu says so that I could fulfill His will properly. That is the reason why Rabbi Yudhanasi made the Mishnayas to try to break down for us more carefully what is Hashem's will. And then as the generations got weaker, Ravin and Ravashi created a Talmud Bavli to further explain what is Hashem's will. Then as the Deris got weaker, we needed the Rambam to codify all the Allahs more carefully so that we could fulfill Hashem's will. When as time went on, that was not sufficient enough for us. And the base Yosef came along and created a Shulchan Aruch, and so on and so on. All the Mefarshi Hashas, all the Mefarshi Halacha, what was the purpose? To clarify what is the King's will, so that we should not make a mistake. The more we are a Yerushalayim, the more we care about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's message, the more we care about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will, the more we delve in into Rishonim and to Achroinim and to Naisekelim to try to figure out what is His will. And when we run into Machlekes in the Gemara between Abayah and Rava and Rav and Shmuel and the other Tanoim, they're going back and forth. What are they arguing? They're arguing about one thing. How will we fulfill Hashem's will? Abayah says, this is the proper way. Rava says, this is the proper way. Rav says, do it this way. Shmuel says, do it this way. The Shach says, this is the way. The Taz says, this is the way. And that is the reason why we are learning Torah. And that is the reason why Hashem said, the Gisabayama This is the reason why Talmud Torah is connected Kulam. Because without the proper knowledge of Torah, we cannot be the proper servants and the proper sons and the proper daughters to our Kaddish Baruch and since the Kaddish Baruch Hu is our life force, how important is it that the life force that He gives into us, we use it in His service? How insensible would it be to take the life force that Hashem breathes into us every moment and to use it in a way that contradicts what He wants? I use His life force not in His service, but opposite of His request. And that is what Lefanecha teaches us. That when we are aware of His presence, we want to please Him, we want to do what He wants us to do. But He must take up place in our minds. We must be fully cognizant, constantly, all the time, wherever we are, wherever we go, that our Kaddish Baruch is with us, that we are never alone. And that is the reason why the Shulchan Aruch starts off with the Salacha, Shavis Hashem Lenegdi Summit. That is the foundation that is the reason why we learn halach. We arise every morning. With Hashem's abundance of kindness. We recite my da'ani. The way Yid starts his day. So one morning, like every morning, 
said, my Daniel Lefanach, well, but this morning was different. All of a sudden, the word Lefanach sprung out at me. Stop, started to think a moment. It could have just said, my Daniel without Lefanach. Why was Lefanach so important? And then it dawned on me that there is a deep hidden message here. That first, I must be aware that I am in the presence of the king before I call out Melachai Vakayim. The words Melachai Vakayim are meaningless without the awareness that there is an Abishta who I am coronating. We might want to consider saying Moida Ani on even a higher spiritual level by just saying to Hashem Moida, thank you. Without the Ani, isn't it obvious that it is I who is saying thank you? Then to continue saying, having in mind that I am aware I am in your presence, Hashem. Therefore, I can't say thank you to you without reciprocating with something that is tangible for the renewed life that you have bestowed upon me again today. So I also pledge my allegiance to you, Hashem, and to your Torah, having in mind while saying, that I dedicate myself, my whole Ani, my whole day, to your service. So the moment we open up our eyes in the morning, we start our day with Lefanecha. The same happens when we go to sleep, right before we close our eyes. We end our day with Lefanecha. We say Hamapu. Then Hamapu we say, Usihimi Tosi Shalema Lefanecha. That only with Lefanecha is we Tosi Shalema. And that's what we are mispallowed for. That when we return on the Shemat HaKadosh Baruch we should be returning it, having spent the Lefanecha day. Throughout our daily and yearly life cycle, we are reminded constantly to live a Lefanecha life. And that is probably one of the reasons why Chazal instituted the mandatory recital of a hundred brachas daily. To consistently remind us that we live in Hashem's world and to always be cognizant of His presence. So here I am, there's a thunder, there's a lightning, there's a bracha. I eat an apple, there's a bracha. I evacuate, there's a bracha. The flowers are blooming, there's a bracha. I smell the beautiful aroma of a flower, there's a bracha. Wherever I go, wherever I am, whatever I do, there's brachas to remind us who the Creator is and that we are in the presence of His creation, which means we are in Hashem's presence. And I will just cite another few examples to highlight the point. On Shabbos, during Berchus HaMazlam, we all recite the Tfil of Ritzay. And in Ritzay it says, This day is a holy great day. Because it's all about Lefanecha. And on Shabbos we have to even be more aware of Hashem's presence. Since we are not involved in the daily mundane businesses and distractions that we need to deal with. Shabbos Musaf, we say the words, let us sacrifice lefanecha, the korban. We need to do it be'ahava and do the mitzvah according to your will. But there is a prerequisite. That is lefanecha. Further on in Musa we say, V'sham nasa lefanecha is korban yitzchavaseinu. It doesn't say V'sham nasa is korban yitzchavaseinu. It says V'sham nasa, there we will do lefanecha. With the awareness of your presence is korban yitzchavaseinu. And that is why the Navi says, Is Hashem interested in just our kabbanas? Kabbalah is not what turns Hashem on. Our hearts is what He wants. It's more important to Hashem than going through the motions. Just performing mitzvahs on a rope. Kodesh Bochah wants lefanecha. 
And therefore, during Musaf Rosh Chodesh, in the Tefillah of Atta Yitzarta, we say the words, Once again, reminding us that the key Aveda, what we commit, what the past generation committed, was the absence of a realization of Hashem's presence. That's why during Shola Shagolam, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Klal Yisrael, I want you to come to Eretz Yisrael three times a year. That you should not appear before my presence empty-handed. It's all about Hashem's presence. During Rosh Hashanah, we say the Pesach, That should have been sufficient. The Pesach ends off, That all this trumpet blasting, and everything that has to do with the Kol Shoifer, a prerequisite is Lefnei Hashem. Now as I was going through this journey, this discovery, during Nilan Yom Kippur, we said these words, Panem ein lanu, panecha lechalais. That drove this point of panecha home in a way which was hard to forget about. We actually said to Hashem, we have lost face. How can we appease your presence which we have violated? I will end this year now, although there is so much more to share, with the holy words we recite on Hashanah Rabbah at the end of Hashanah's. May these words of mine, which I have supplicated, with awareness of the presence of Hashem, be near to Hashem day and night. By now, we are all surely understand that this tefillah would make perfect sense even without the words of Lefnei Hashem. Isn't it self-understood that the words which I was mischana, was Lefnei Hashem. I mean, we dive into Hashem. Didn't we stand before Hashem? But the Ramelch is teaching us an important lesson here. And that is that the prayers we recited can only reach Hashem if they were recited Lefnei Hashem, with knowing and feeling the presence of Hashem. And only then is it Kreivim El Hashem. That is why the Ramelch said, it's Halach Lefnei Hashem, He made a commitment to a Kodesh I will walk in the land of the living, Lefnei Hashem, to be zoichet to life. He promised HaKadosh Baruch Hu to live a life, Lefnei Hashem, connected to Hashem, and connected to Hashem's presence. So in summation, the cold word Lefanecha is a short version of Yishuisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit. The word Lefanecha is a spiritual atomic bomb, powered with limitless energy to last a lifetime that once it is ingrained into our consciousness, into our very being, the Fanecha has the power to create a sincere Kivas Elikim and a sincere Devekis Vashem. It has the power to create a tremendous closeness and attachment between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Fanecha has the power to drive away the evil forces that cause us to sin. It has the power to change our nature and character. If we would only think about this one word, it would create within us a closer connection to Hashem. The key to a happy life is aware that we are never alone. How comforting is the knowledge that we are always in the presence of Hashem and that we can rely on Hashem every moment, wherever we may be. So if there is lefanecha, awareness of Hashem's presence constantly, then what follows is ritzenecha, we are encouraged to do Hashem's will. This feeling of awareness, this feeling of closeness, leads us to serve Hashem b'chol
with all our heart. So let's remember some of the Pesukim et that were mentioned in the Shia. And there are many, many more that you will find throughout Tfila and throughout Ter Nevim Oksuvim. And now that you have been alerted to this cold word, Lefanecha, I'm certain that wherever you see it, you will stop to think and contemplate what the Torah is trying to tell you, what Chazal are trying to tell you. And that will cause a tremendous Kirvas Alakim and a tremendous Tavekas Bashem. So let us remember Zachrin B'Zikor and Toiv. And what's Chus? The Chus of Lefanecha. Let us remember now to Shivenu Reikon, Milfanecha. Let us remember that when we say the words in Shemana Esri three times a day, how do we get the Chuvah Shalema, Lefanecha? Let's remember Dovra Melech Tvilata Kadesh Bochu. That's what he wanted. He wanted the light of Panecha to shine down on him. And when we keep this in mind, and we live a Lefanecha Dika life, then I'll toss the Panecha Mimenu. We could avoid Hest upon him. And when we keep Lefanecha in our lives, we are living Lefnei Hashem, then we will be Zorichem Mikoch HaTaiseichem Lefnei Hashem. From all the sins that we did, Lefnei Hashem unintentionally, because there's no Jew in the world that wants to sin, and not to HaKadosh Baruch will. We all said, Ritzeneinu Lassais, Ritzeinecha. It is only because of the trials and tribulations that we go through in life that block out, at times, HaKadosh Baruch from our consciousness. And at that moment, when we don't feel Lefnei Hashem, that's when the Yitzhara gets us. So we ask Hashem, we call Chatzaychem Lefnei Hashem from all the sins that we did unintentionally, for sure, unintentionally. Lefnei Hashem Titoru. Maybe we become purified. So from now on, whenever we daven, may it be Hashem's will that the Seyor of Lefanecho, Asiras Heinu Koilo Kekorbon, that all our tefillahs that we expressed to Hashem Yisbarach should be sweet before Him. So Yehilu and Emrefi. May it be the Ratzah the words that we have just spoken in this year, Hagen Libi and all the thoughts of my heart that have been expressed. It was only Lefanecha to teach Taras Lefanecha, to make Yidin aware of this important principle. May it be appreciated by Kodesh Bohu. May it be Zoycha, Shiyabana Beis Hamigdash Bimheira Viyameinu, Bekorev, and Mekloy Yisrael Bizoycha to Geula Shalema. To donate online and learn more about Lefanecha, please visit lefanecha.com. That is L-E-F-O-N-E-C-H-O dot com. You may also contribute by sending your credit card information by email to finance at lefanecha.com or by U.S. mail to 14 Belvedere Lane, Lakewood, New Jersey, 08701. Your generous tax-deductible contribution will help Jews fulfill the first halach in Shulchan Aruch of Shavisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit properly. Tizkul Mitzvahs. You may also choose to visit truthfuljewishliving.com for more spirituality.